This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today's episode are lessons from my plastic surgeon. Today, I'm going to share with you some great lessons that I learned while sitting in my plastic surgeon's chair, doing everything I can to peel back the layers of aging that are self-induced. Now, before you get too judgmental, which I would encourage you to do, right? I'm okay with the fact of judging me for what I do. But when I say plastic surgeon, right, my doctor, Dr. Brian Goodhue here in Columbus, Ohio, is a board-certified medical doctor. He actually is a practicing ER doc. But he has a skin, I don't want to call it an esthetician's business because that's not right, but he does like Botox and injectables and chemical peels, and things that can help reverse some of the years of aging. And as I have been sharing with him throughout the progression of our friendship and relationship with one another, there are some tactical things you might want to consider doing inside your business. And he started to implement those, and it's been really fun for me to watch, right? Because although I help coaches, mentors, and consultants, I should know a thing or two about marketing and business sales and automation. (laughs) So it works inside of that industry as well. And so I'm seeing this, and as he's posting, I see this before and after picture that he shares, which, right, third-party client affirmation is huge in the marketplace right now, right? If you wanted to see some of the results that I've had with clients, just message me, right? I've got a whole page of testimonials that gets added to consistently. I realize how important this is. Everybody in the planet says they're good at what they do. Having someone else show you third-party the good, the bad, and the ugly is important. And so I'm sharing with him, I see this before and after picture, I message Brian, and it's right before New Year's, maybe two or three days. It's that weird little space between Christmas and New Year where it seemed like this year nobody was doing anything other than me working. I message, I said, what's that? He goes, man, Ryan, it's this, it's this micro-needling pen that's very specific, and it would absolutely help you Right, and do the things you're looking to do. Now, the things that I'm personally looking to do, I'm looking to peel back some of the markings from years of anabolic steroid use. Right, So you might not have thought of this before. I'm going to guess you probably haven't. But when there's muscles in your face, right? Anabolics don't just help the bodybuilding muscles. They help every muscle. And so when I would grimace, frown, smile, every muscle and its strength and size amplified. So what has happened over time, as I no longer have the same muscle mass, my face has aged, which is fine. I'm not trying to reverse all the aging that exists, right? But I'm also not trying to look like I'm 50 when I'm 35, 36. And so... Right, but getting some Botox on every once in a while makes sense to me. And this collagen-producing needle, this micro-needling effect, made a lot of sense, right? Because I have acne scarring, pockmarks, whatever they be, on the sides of my um, temples that has always bothered me, although I didn't have any sort of major childhood acne. And so that, coupled with the fine lines, coupled with the pore size, coupled with some of these things, right, I think the vanity is fine, and so I'm asking him about this prior to New Year's. He goes, man, you don't want to do this now. Your face is going to be all red and you got big plans for New Year's. I'm like, I don't have any big plans for New Year's. 
right, we're going to a hockey game, spend time with my beautiful wife. She doesn't care. And he says, nah, you probably want to get it done afterwards. Well, he's a doctor, so I take his word for it. He messages me as he gets back in town on Saturday and basically says, hey, come down on Sunday. We'll, we'll give it a go. Spend a little time together. So Lindsay and I go downtown Columbus to his office, which is first class, right? I, I really like it. It's it's private. It's secluded. It's nice. It's intimate. It's it's educational. It's really a first class operation. And so I sit down in the chair and he's explaining to me what he's going to do. And Lindsay's asking her questions. And we've been through this before, right? This isn't our first go around. And he's explaining to me the difference in microneedling that at least here in Ohio, if your microneedling machine is attached to a cord, right? it's plugged in somewhere, it's not exactly legal. That Ohio has some mandates that say that's not legal. And there's a chance that if you don't put on a new needle and sleeve around it every time, right? if you don't see it and it's plastic and there's some things going on, that you might have bought it off Amazon. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, Amazon has a secondary market or China has produced a secondary market for literally everything under the sun. But it's very educational, which I personally love. And so he's sharing these things with me, and he's sharing these things with me, and he's putting on the numbing cream. And again, I've had microneedling before in some capacities, so it's not my first go-around. And so we're talking, and I'm just laughing around, and he starts going. And I hold up my phone, right, to document it on social media, see if I can help him out in any capacity, if I can send some clients his way. Again, I trust him. He offers good services. They're very affordable, and sure, let's let's send him some clients. I pulled up, and I see that my face is red, right? It's bleeding. I'm like, well, time out. This is not PRP, right? This is not platelet-rich plasma. This is not putting my own blood back into my skin. This is nuts. And so he's going all over my face and going all over my face. I'm documenting it. Get done. All right. He's like, you're going to have some bruising. You're going to have, you're going to have some things. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, no, whatever. Right. And he's, I can feel he's wiping off the blood and the numbing cream, the lidocaine he puts on, it's, it's weird. If you haven't had it done before, you can't really feel what is happening, right? You know what's going on, but it's it's not, it's almost like there's an invisible layer between you and what's going on. And so then he holds up the mirror and I see, I'm like, oh, you weren't kidding. Like that, my face is not only red, but I have a few inches of where it looks like I've been punched in the face, like underneath my right eye, the bridge of my nose, right in the, the 11s in the middle of my eyebrows, where it's deep, dark, red, bruised, beaten up, battered. And I'm like, man, this is great. I look super messed up right now. Thank you so much for not allowing me to do this prior to New Year's Eve and the hockey game. And we laugh and right head out. But then, of course, like I just shared with you on last show, Lindsay and I are going to buy television. So I'm in Best Buy, looking like I got a punch in the face, but way worse. Like, it's, it's really bad today, so it'll be bad for the next four or five days, which is its own humbling experience, right? Because I put myself in this predicament from the way I was living my life at a previous time. Now, of course, I couldn't see more than two or three weeks in front of my face, let alone years in front of my face, and so I didn't really care. But I should have cared because it mattered, and now the amount of time, energy, effort, and or money that I have to invest into pulling back the layers of aging that I rapidly accelerated based off the things I was doing to overcome my own personal insecurities is really fascinating. It's also fascinating how that ego works that all of us have. 
right, where I'm telling myself I might know more, right? The doctor tells me, you don't want to come in, and I'm negotiating with him of why I do want to come in prior to New Year's Eve. He's like, Ryan, I'm telling you, you don't want to come in. I'm like, all right, fine. It was more I was just tired of negotiating. I was tired of trying to convince him to let me come in. And all for what? Right, and I got thinking, how many other times in life am I sitting around trying to convince myself that I might know more than I know about things I don't have any business knowing? I don't need to know how long the healing process is for microneedling done from a medical doctor. I know other times I've had it done, my face has been red for a day, but it certainly hasn't looked like this. Well, lo and behold, now that I'm educated, I'm not saying anybody did anything inappropriately before, but what I had done was much different. It was much more intense. It was much deeper. It was much more clinical and medical. And so not only is it there, but right, the, the television and the warranty and cars and over and over and over again, it's just my egoic necessity to prove myself to be right or wrong, which of course serves me in many capacities because it allows me to run through walls where other people would stop. But every once in a while, there's just not a wall you need to run through. And so I feel compelled to ask you right now, as you look at your life, and perhaps I can save you some pain and headache of having to go to a plastic surgery and have your face look like you got hit in the bat a few times, like got hit with a bat in the face a few times, where else in your life are you convincing yourself that you know better? Is it your body that's not functioning and firing the way that you want it to? Where are you convincing yourself and telling those people around you that you're eventually going to figure it out? Only to see that it's not working the way that you want it to? Is it potentially inside your relationship where you've tried and tried and tried, but the things just aren't working the right way and you're lying to yourself? Your ego's convincing you that's just eventually going to work out. I'll tell you, my friends, probably not. Maybe it's inside your business, right? Specifically, if you're a coach, a mentor, a consultant, where we have this ego that says, I don't need trained by anybody else. I'll just figure this out. This person can't know more than me. And so we stop ourselves from investing in it. I used to do the same shit, my friend. I get it. But then what changed for me is what I'm going to say changes for you. When I took my credit card out of my pocket and started investing in people that I believed might have more information and realized that they actually did. And I saw my business double in size. Maybe that's for you to take that big leap. Either way, I'm going to encourage you to heavily consider quieting down your ego, not learning all the painful lessons, and having people that have walked through what you're about to walk through teach you firsthand. I'm Ryan Idell, wishing you truly unlimited success. <laughs>